The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. The Bear of Texas, and this is Into the Net FC, the soccer talk discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to get in touch with something that I have been talking about, more specifically arguing about for the longest time. The lifelong feud between Eric Cantona and Didier Deschamps. You know, I've spoken about this with my good friend and my mentor, Mr. Steve Adams. Now, I have argued about this with my dad. Now, granted, my dad and I, now these arguments, I'll be, I'll be honest, they're not heated, like not those kinds of arguments. Basically, sports debate, father and son-like arguments. Basically, disagreements from certain point of views, if you will. Now, I'll be honest with you. My dad has always been a huge fan and strong supporter of Eric Cantona. And my dad has always been very critical with Didier Deschamps. So that being said, it's obvious that my dad is going to side with Eric Cantona. And I would not be surprised if my dad and Eric Cantona had a conversation, basically, of being critical of Didier Deschamps. I would not be surprised if the conversation made them very, very close friends. Now, make no mistake about it, y'all. I have no personal problems with both Cantona and Didier Deschamps, even though I have basically been critical of Deschamps himself as far as managing the French national team. I'm even at the point where I've said it numerous times, I do not trust Didier Deschamps anymore, and I think that he needs to be out as the manager of the French national team. Okay? But on a personal basis, there's nothing. Okay? I respect Eric Cantona, I respect Didier Deschamps for their respective accomplishments in the sport of soccer. All right? So I'm, I'm going to get that off my chest. All right? Now, let's be honest. And as we know, because, again, I've spoken to this about Steve. With Steve, I should say. Excuse me. And the rivalry, the personal rivalry between Eric Cantona and Didier Deschamps... It, is not, it did not start in 2016 when Eric Cantona, I believe, publicly accused Didier Deschamps of being racist when Didier Deschamps 
controversially excluded Karim Benzema from the French squad for the Euro 16, which, as we know, took place in France. And, of course, Deschamps fought the lawsuit, and that lawsuit ended up being tossed, and uh, I don't know where, where things go from that. I think at this point, Deschamps is basically is moving off from the whole thing, and he's basically just, you know, ignoring Cantona. And, you know, this, this is the point where I'm going to get in the episode, but um, anyway... So the, the rivalry goes back a long way to their times, I believe, when they were teammates uh, for, for a while. I'm not sure exactly when they were teammates, but I know that uh, for a time, you know, when Deschamps was at Olympique de Marseille, and I'm actually trying to look it up exactly when they were teammates because, again, I know the rivalry goes, you know, quite a long way, all right? Well, Deschamps was with Marseille from 1989 to 1994, and Eric Cantona was there from 88 to 91, so basically, it shows they were teammates, okay? So, and of course, I've been said, that's where it started, okay? Now, they were also international teammates with the French national team, and there was a time when Eric Cantona was the captain of the national team. And we all know the story of the Kung Fu incident in that game when Cantona was playing for Manchester United in that match against Crystal Palace. When Cantona was sent off, a fan climbed down the stairs and said something horrible. And Cantona was so pissed off already from what was going on in the match that Cantona basically reacted to it in, the, in a bad way. All right? So as a result of that Kung Fu incident, as we know, Eric Cantona was suspended. Okay? Not only from domestic play, but from also international play. And as a result, Emi Jacquet, who was the manager of the French national team at the time, stripped Cantona of the captaincy rank, and ironically, Didier Deschamps becomes the captain. So I'm pretty sure that increased the personal tensions between the two. And especially the fact that Deschamps went on to captain the French national team to a World Cup victory in 1998, followed by a European Championship victory in 2000. So Didier Deschamps became captain, France went on to become the world champions and the European champions. And Eric Cantona was not even on the squad for the 1998 World Cup. You know, but as we know, when Eric Cantona retired from the sport, you know, at a young age, at the age of 30, when he explained that he had lost his passion for the sport, you know, who knows what could have happened at that point. Although I'm pretty sure I read somewhere that, that Eric Cantona insisted, or I don't know if I should say insisted, or he claimed that had he had things had not gone like that, he would have been with the French national team going into 98. I mean, I don't know exactly how far that particular claims go. So basically, there's a history with Deschamps and, and Eric Cantona, okay? And let's not forget, I probably should have said this at the beginning, okay? Now, we all know that Eric Cantona nicknamed Didier Deschamps as, quote, the water carrier. In French, we would say le porteur d'eau, okay? Basically, Eric Cantona never... That would tell me that Eric Cantona saw Didier Deschamps as probably overrated, not capable of accomplishing anything, not even being a very good player. Now, that's where I respectfully, and I do say respectfully, strongly disagree with Eric Cantona, okay? Even with my dad, because even my dad's the same way. He, does, he is refusing to give Didier Deschamps the credit about him being one of the best defensive midfielders in history to actually having a respectable career as a manager. Again, 
Granted, at this point, I do not trust Didier Deschamps, and I want him out as the manager of the French national team, but I will not, and I repeat, I will not refuse to give the credit where the credit's due as far as Didier Deschamps goes, but I'm also the same way with Eric Cantona. That being said, the fact that Cantona has not want to give him credit to Deschamps, not you know, re- recognizing all the accomplishments and nicknaming him the water carrier, you know what that tells me, folks? And I know that this is going to piss a lot of people off. A lot of people are going to disagree with me. But this is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. I say this. Eric Cantona is jealous. And I do mean jealous of Didier Deschamps. But again, I still say nothing personal to Eric Cantona because Eric Cantona is a man that I respect. Regretfully, I'm too young to remember most of his playing days. I did watch him a little bit. I do remember being two years old watching the Kung Fu Incident kick. I've gone back and watched numerous highlights of Eric Cantona's days with Manchester United. Even his days playing you know, in France. Eric Cantona was impressive. Eric Cantona is one of the best players I've ever I've ever watched, you know, especially in the highlights. Unfortunately, I'm too young to remember, but Eric Cantona, make no mistake about it, is one of the greatest players ever, especially for Manchester United. To say that he's a legend in Manchester United is not even enough. Eric Cantona is beyond a legend with Manchester United. All right. But for him, you know, with the personal issues between him and Deshaun, you know, I've asked myself, will they ever be on the same page? Will Eric Cantona and Didier Deschamps ever reconcile? Will they, will they ever shake hands and put all the personal issues behind them? You know, I've spoken about this with my friend Steve, and Steve said, absolutely not. In my case, you know, I should say this. I don't know if there's any of you soccer fans out there that are lifelong professional wrestling fans, but, you know, I will never forget one of my most loyal listeners who's a huge lifelong pro wrestling fan said this to me. Alex, to say that Eric Cantona and Didier Deschamps are going to reconcile is like saying that Jim Cornette and Vince Russo will rec- will reconcile. It will never happen. It's not going to happen. It's impossible. They could no- not be farther apart from the from the truth, you know, the, the disagreements, okay? They will never see eye to eye on anything. Okay? So that being said, yeah. It's very safe to say, yeah, they will never ever be friends. They will never ever shake hands. <laughs> it's a shame really, too. I mean, I would figure, look, you guys at this point, you know, again, Cantona and Didier Deschamps are all both living very good lives, okay? Deschamps accomplished so much, you know, as a manager, and of, and of course, you know, Cantona, you know, days as, as, as a player as well, you know, and if, if uh, you know, uh, basically, um, kind of lost my train of thought, I kind of babbled a little bit, but, you know, Cantona, you know, started a career in cinema, so... So life, you know, I mean, turn out differently for both of them. But Eric Cantona and Didier Deschamps have done so many great things, you know, in their respective careers, okay? So, but but for me, seriously, to really stay firm on the fact that Eric Cantona is jealous of Didier Deschamps, I mean, I always tell people, like, think about it. Think of everything Didier Deschamps accomplished as a player and as a manager, Okay. If you've watched soccer at the time, if you watched, you know, Juventus and all those times when Didier Deschamps was there, you know that he was one of the best defensive midfielders there with a true unique ability of hard work, winning back ball possession, setting up scoring threats, the leadership, everything. Didier Deschamps was truly one of a kind, just like Eric Cantona. 
They were both unique in, in their own way. Just like I've said, players are unique in his or her own way. And God knows how many times I have said that on this show, in my writing, in conversations with friends and soccer fans. I have said it many times. Again, players are unique in his or her own way. And honestly, again, you know, I've always been a Kareem Benzema fan. And going back to that. And when Kareem Benzema was excluded from the national team for the Euro 16, I was disappointed. I was but to say that it was be- it was due to because of uh, Benzema's you know background you know Algerian background that's completely ridiculous. Accusing Didier Deschamps of being racist is completely ridiculous. Think about it. If Didier Deschamps was racist, would N'Golo Kanté, Kylian Mbappe, Paul Pogba, Ousmane Dembélé, Adil Rami, just name a few, you know Nabil Fakir. Would they all have been on the national team, especially with the in the World Cup? No, they would have not. Okay, it's ridiculous to call Didier Deschamps racist. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, you know, I, I, let's not forget during that time. You know, it was basically during the light of the whole extortion case that was involving Karim Benzema and former team and former teammate. Um, forgot the name of the teammate. You know, involved in that, but uh, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Okay. So the fact that there was that whole situation going on, the, Didier Deschamps felt that that kind of drama was going to badly affect the national team. So he felt that it would be better that Benzema should not be on the national team with, with this whole thing going on. I mean, it probably would have caused a bit of problems. It would have called unnecessary drama. I mean, who knows what it would have, it would have caused. But whatever it would have caused, it's quite clear that Didier Deschamps saw this as an unnecessary risk. And it take an unnecessary risk and, and cause even, you know, possibly risk even more bigger risks. That's just a chance that you don't want to take. So D.D. Deschamps basically did what he ha- what had to be done, okay? And I'll be honest, you know, when D.D. When Deschamps recalled Benzema last summer, I was enthused. I was happy. I was like, okay, well, you know what? At least these two guys can move on, all right? So you, so this, this actually begs the question, and I got to tell you, my friend actually said, well, Alex, if D.D. Deschamps and Kareem Benzema can reconcile, why can't Eric Cantona and D.D. Deschamps do it too? Why can't Deschamps reconcile with, with Cantona? And I said, well, the situation is different. The situation is much different because the whole thing with Benzema and Didier Deschamps was never personal. The whole thing with Cantona and Deschamps, now that is personal. (laughs) Believe me. So anyway, so looking through the list of accomplishments, you know, in the the long career, you know, Deschamps playing with Nantes in the the mid-80s before going to Marseille and then briefly playing for Bordeaux before spending a while in Juventus and briefly playing for Chelsea and Valencia, you know, all the accomplishments there. You know, and the accomplishments with the French national team, you know, like that. So this is why, because this is where I'm really going to get to the point where why Eric, I know that why I say Eric Cantona is jealous of Didier Deschamps. It's because of the list of accomplishments. OK, now I promise I'm not trying to knock Eric Cantona in any way. I'm not trying to take anything away from him. But when you look at the list of accomplishments from Eric Cantona, and you compare it with Didier Deschamps. There truly is no comparison. OK. Now, again, I'm not taking anything away from Eric Cantona. Eric Cantona is an accomplished player. Not as accomplished as Didier Deschamps, of course, not even close. But regardless, Eric Cantona has some accomplishments, okay? So let's go ahead and start with Eric Cantona, shall we? Let's take a look at the honors. All right. He won the Coupe de France with Montpellier in, in the 89-90 season. Awesome. With Manchester United, won the Premier League several times, won two FA Cups, and, and even won the FA uh, Charity Shield. Won it three times, okay? 
Now, individually, third place for Ballon d'Or in 1993. Twice, most assists in the Premier League. You know, in February 94, December of 1996, the BBC Sport Goal of the Month. You know, Premier League Match Player of the Month of the month in the month of March in 1996. Okay. You know, all the awards, you know, with Manchester United, you know, French Player of the Century at one point, too. So, Premier League Hall of Fame in 2021, all right? And these are just very few. There's a whole lot more, but I'm not going to go through them all. I mean, you think this is going to be difficult? Just wait till I go through the accomplishments of Didier Deschamps, okay? And, of course, you know, with the beach, uh, with the French Beach National Soccer Team, won the Euro Beach Soccer League in 2004 and won the FIFA Beach Soccer World Cup in 2005, all right? <laughs> So that's something that's something you cannot take away from Didier Deschamps. Now, as far as that, that basically that beach thing, yeah, I always forget was he was he was it as a player or as a manager? I'm not I don't exactly quite recall. Okay, well yeah, it says here yeah he did manage the French Beach National Soccer Team from 1997 to 2011. So, and I guess during that time, you know, from 97 to 2006, he was also a player as well. So so I think at a point he was a player slash manager and. I suppose they they can do that. I mean, we've seen that in several other sports, but uh, I don't know much about that. So anyway, so that's with, with Eric Cantona, okay? So now we look at Didier Deschamps, all right? I mean, I don't even know where to start with there, okay? Won the Champions League in 1993 with Olympique de Marseille, and I believe was the youngest captain to actually lead a, a club to the Champions League victory. And of course, you know, Marseille became the first French club to actually win the Champions League, Okay. And of course, with Juventus, three times Serie, three the Serie A titles, a Coppa Italia, two Supercoppa Italianas, won the Champions League in 1996, and, and, and was there for two more years. And then when he finished as runner-up, okay, Intercontinental Cup in '96, as well as the UEFA Super Cup in '96, you know, won the FA Cup with Chelsea in, in the 1999-2000 season. Of course, with France, captained the team again to their '98 World Cup, and then the European Championship in 2000. Of course, and of course, you know, Rookie of the Year in 1989. You know, it, the list goes on, and this is him as a player. Now, as a manager, you know, it was a Champions League runner-up when he was with, when he was the manager of Monaco. You know, when Juventus was relegated to Serie B, he was actually basically the manager, and he helped them, you know, get back up to Serie A. Okay, Marseille won the Ligue 1 in 2010. Won, won three Coupe de la Ligue titles in Marseille. Also won two Trophées des Champions. Okay. And basically, of course, with the national team, won the, the 2018 World Cup, won the Nations League last year, and was the runner-up in the 2016 European Championship. All right? You know, and this individual, you know, he was the league um, manager of the year in 2004 and the best FIFA football coach in 2018. World Soccer Magazine World Manager of the Year in 2018 as well. So, again, and all this was earned, okay? Now, everybody's going to argue that Didier Deschamps won the World Cup because he had the best players, Okay. Maybe that's true, but again, the formations worked. Okay, let's be and let's be honest. In 2018, the World Cup, France was not off to a hot start. France won the group, beating Australia and Peru and drawing against Denmark. But a, a two to one win against Australia and beating Peru one to zero, yeah, that's unconvincing. Especially all that expensive talent that the French national team has. Yeah. So he basically he he manages to get manages to get the team together in, in the knockout stage. They beat Argentina, they beat Uruguay and Belgium to make it to the final, where they beat Croatia four to two to be World Cup champions for the first time in twenty years. All right, the list of accomplishments speaks for itself. Those are not handed to you, folks. The list of accomplishments are not handed to you. 
That goes for Cantona and Deschamps. Anything, everything that Cantona accomplished, he worked his ass off for it. Everything Didier Deschamps accomplished, he worked his ass off for it. They both earned it. Okay? Now, again, the fact that Didier Deschamps has accomplished a whole lot more than Cantona, that speaks for itself. That is undeniable. And again, I don't mean to knock Eric Cantona whatsoever. I don't. Because again, Eric Cantona has my respect. I respect everything he has done. I enjoy going on YouTube and watching his highlights from back in the day. I truly do. And again, it hurts me to under, to live with the fact I'm too young to remember most of the greatest you know moments in Eric Cantona's career, especially with Manchester United. It's deeply regretful. But again, it, it was it was out of my control. All right, <sighs> man. But you know. Well, again, going to my point how both players were both unique in their own way, you know, Cantona with, with the goal-scoring machine, his ability to score, you know, create the chances, you know, provide the assists, and Deschamps with it, with his defensive workload and defensive, you know, capabilities, you know, as a, especially as a defensive midfielder, the captain, you know, skills and everything, you know. It, again, you know, it's it, it all speaks for itself, and... And the whole situation is basically to basically get the best understanding of the the personal animosity between the two. I mean, again, you know, it's beyond me. But again, you know, as Steve basically would acknowledge to me, because actually Steve basically said to me, and I quote, "Keep in mind, Alex, this goes way back to 20, before twenty sixteen. This goes back to their both their time, you know, at Olympique de Marseille when they were teammates. All right. So." Honestly, again, you know, for for Deschamps, you know, calling of uh, excuse me, of, of Eric Cantona's calling of Deschamps France's water carrier, it, it's ridiculous. Okay, now if, of course there's that story, you know, did Deschamps France's water carrier or tactical genius? You know, I kind of say overall tactical genius, but lately the tactics have just been out of style. They've been basically, I'm not sure how to how to put it. Uh. They've become stale, or maybe the players are just not, you know, whatever. I mean, the bottom line is, Deschamps has basically kind of, his time with the French national team has basically gone long enough. It's it's truly time for for leadership. And again, you know, even though I don't trust Deschamps, and, I, and, I, and as much as I want him to no longer be the manager of the national team, you know, again, I'm grateful for everything he's done. Again, he helped, he managed France to a World Cup victory. I even told my dad, how the hell can you not give credit to Deschamps for that? Because my dad says, he won because he has the best players. Like, it's true, okay? But then, of course, my dad praises Zinedine Zidane for winning three straight Champions League titles. And I'm like, well, you know, hey. And then, then of course, I'm like, and then, of course, my dad kind of gets upset when people say to him, well, Zidane had the best players. I'm like, huh. So you'll defend Zidane in that particular scenario, but you're not going to defend Deschamps. Because, yes, Zidane did, in fact, have the best players in the world. But you know what? He knew how to use them. Just like Didier Deschamps for the 2018 World Cup, especially in the knockout stage. He knew how to use the players because how many times have we seen players fully loaded, all the talent in the world, endless amount of depth, and they don't get the job done? How many times have we seen it? Not just in international soccer, but in domestic soccer as well. I mean, Manchester City is an example of that, right? Paris Saint-Germain is the perfect example of that. <laughs> you know what I mean. So basically, you know, everything that, again, you know, so that, 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 that being said, there's, n there's no reason to take anything away from Deschamps. I mean, no one should, there's nothing to take away at all. People who just want to try to take away what he's accomplished, I mean, it, it's called 
being a hater and it's, it's called the jealous it's called jealousy that's why i stand firm with my claim that eric cantona is jealous of Didier Deschamps but again as I've said many times in this episode already I say that with with all due respect truly with all due respect because I don't know why oh yeah okay well I do know why because of the per the personal shit and like, like that and of course you know Eric Cantona he's entitled to his opinions I mean whatever he thinks of Deschamps is his opinion and while I don't agree with him I'm like well it's his opinion he's entitled to it and and whatever but but you know if, if honestly I'll be honest if I were to sit down and have a casual and very, you know, open-minded conversation with Eric Cantona, I would say, all due respect, bro, it, if I didn't know better, the way I see it is, it kind of seems like, like like it's jealousy, because look, you can't take away from Deschamps, you just can't, Deschamps accomplished those things through the hard work, just like you did, you know, with, with your career, okay, and I'll, and I'll tell him, and I'll, I'll be honest, my respect level for those two, I don't respect one more than the other, I both respect them the same way, because I love soccer, and I feel like those two guys are, you know, th those two guys are something you, you can learn from in the sport as well. You can talk soccer with them and learn a whole lot of things. I have a lot of respect for Cantona and Deschamps, okay? I mean, more, I mean, I don't just respect them, you know, for their accomplishments in the sport. I respect them as human beings, okay? I'll be honest, I've watched, I've watched some of Eric Cantona's films, and I think Eric Cantona is a brilliant actor, Okay? I mean, Cantona, again, living a great life. He's accomplished a lot. It's a shame how his soccer career ended the way it did. It truly breaks my heart. But again, the biggest regret is that, unfortunately, I'm too young to remember most of what Eric Cantona did. But I was able to uh, had the blessing of finding everything on you, finding most of it, the stuff on YouTube. It's impressive. So, so again, I mean, kind of going through, you know, and, and giving basically back up my claim that why Cantona is jealous of Deshaun because... Again, number one, Deschamps' accomplishments are right there. They speak for themselves. You can't take that away. And whether you agree with Deschamps' managing style, his tactics, or whatever, you just cannot deny the fact that he's accomplished a lot as a manager. And as a player, he accomplished, he accomplished a lot as well. And he was one of the best players you know, in his position, one of the greatest defensive midfielders of all time. You just cannot deny it. I mean, some people have their opinions. Maybe he was overrated. Maybe he was underrated or whatever. But again, you just you, you can't take anything away. I mean, if you're not willing to give credit to where credit's due, especially in Deschamps case, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, sometimes I would even ask, I mean, are you even a fan of are you even a fan of the sport? Like do you like do you actually pay go closely attention to the games? I mean, come on. You know I, I, I understand, but uh but go back to this thing, I mean you know, um the personal anim animosity, it's uh I'm just kinda like it really has to end. I mean it it probably it probably never will, but I'm just like, you know, come on, guys, seriously, I mean, yeah, but, you know, doing after, do, doing deeper research, you know, I think in 2020, you know, basically, uh, about why Cantona refers as Deschamps as, as the water carrier, I dug up something saying, and I quote, that Cantona said, and I quote, he gets by because he gives 100%, but he will never be more than a water carrier, unquote, hmm, some part of me believes, like some would say that he, he the water carrier thing comes from the fact that Deschamps was surrounded by talent during his playing days. I mean, he was definitely surrounded by talent during his playing days, but Didier Deschamps himself was a hell of a player. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't even know uh, uh, what to say, but you know, but you know, if, if, basically, uh, it, 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 again, this is just so dumbfounding and so. Uh, mind-boggling too because you know i'm having a hard time speaking because you know getting all this stuff like you're just so dumbfounded i'm like well, you know why 
why why does this situation have to be like this way? And you know, and Dishon actually responded, and Dishon responded by saying, and I quote, a water carrier? Yes, that's exactly what I am. Great teams are not just created by the architect, but also by the bricklayers and the hood and the hot carriers. So basically he was saying, Yeah, I was part of the team. I had my duty. Basically, Deshaun was kind of saying, yeah, I was, part of the, I was part of the team. I was a team player. I did my job just like my teammates did their jobs. Everybody gets credit at the end. So you, you can just tell that Deshaun was just trying not to let the freaking thing get into his head. But, you know, some would say that Cantona deeply got in Deshaun's head because of Deshaun filing that lawsuit. But to be honest, the way I see it, and going, to, uh, going back to where... Um, how I say that Eric Cantona is jealous of Didier Deschamps, I can honestly take it one step further. I can honestly say that it's Didier Deschamps that's in Eric Cantona's head. It's not the other way around. It's Didier Deschamps that's in Eric Cantona's head. Because again, the accomplishments speak for himself, for themselves. Deschamps is a two-time World, Cha- World Cup champion as a manager and as a player. And he's one of the very few guys to actually win it as a player and as a manager. I mean, I should always mention, as a captain and as a manager. So, so really, at the end of the day, let's be honest. It's truly Eric Cantona that's jealous. And again, Didier Deschamps is simply in Eric Cantona's head. There's, there's, really, there's really not much further to go on out of that. And all this, doing further research about this whole water carrier thing, you know... <sighs> I, I, I don't know, because we all know that, again, you know, as, as I mentioned, you know, Deschamps, the, his, his style to win possession from, from opposing teams and create some, you know, create some scoring threats and, you know, and being able to work like that. So, again, so basically the way I see it, you know, basically how Deschamps, you know, responded to the whole water carrier thing, you know, I kind of say Didi Deschamps takes that as a compliment because, again, Deschamps knows that he is in Eric Cantona's head. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I really don't know what to say. I mean, again, the accomplishments, the two Champions League titles, the two World Cups, you know, the European Championship, you know, because again, you know, not, again, not to, not to knock on Eric Cantona, but Eric Cantona, his list of accomplishments compared to Deschamps, it's nothing, it's almost nothing, dude. You can't even compare it to Didier Deschamps' list of accomplishments. You just can't. Again, I'm not saying Eric Cantona never never accomplished anything. I'm just saying you just cannot, you just can't basically compare Eric Cantona's list of accomplishments to Didier Deschamps because Didier Deschamps is freaking endless. So again, I could go through it all, all, all I want, but I strongly encourage you to do the research. Go look at everything Deschamps accomplished. It's going to tell you, and you're not going to be able to deny it. So. Yeah, just to further, you know, prove the claim. Again, Cantona is jealous, and Didier Deschamps is in his head, and that is all I have to say. Ladies and gentlemen, before I close it out, I'd like to give a few messages from my sponsors that Internet FC is proudly brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel, and Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands, including Major League Soccer, as well as the European Soccer Leagues, along with the Champions League and Europa League and even the FA Cup. So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just use Internet FC's link in the description. Not only can you start shopping immediately, but you can take advantage of some of the best deals in the world. 
And Internet FC is also proudly brought to you by Fans Idea, where you design your own team jerseys for as low as $24.99. Custom-made jerseys made in a matter of seconds through customizable templates. Start now and design the perfect high quality. No skills are required, and it's fast and easy. So if you are ready to customize your own sportswear, just use the link in the description, and you can get started immediately. And finally, Internet FC is also partnered with Paramount+. Plus. Paramount Plus allows you to stream the Champions League, the Europa League, and the Europa Conference League. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can cancel at any time. Subscribe now and get a free trial. And if you look to sign up, just find the link in the, in the description. You can sign up and start binge-watching soccer as well as your favorite shows immediately. And Internet FC is available to you on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me today, and I will see you all next time. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.